Welcome. I'm the Parliament Raven. Welcome. Pull up a seat. Pour yourself a cup of tea. My name's Jason Rodriguez, and I'm the Parliament Raven. And I'm just excited about all the things going on in the Parliament with Voices of the Parliament coming out with this recovery series and just all the things that I hope and that I pray uh, will help you along your path and unraveling uh, not only being um, a Christian, but if you're not a Christian, just your normal life because there's wisdom and advice uh, in the Christian realm that's that's for you, uh, I believe, because God created you, and whether you believe that or not, uh, I hope that this wisdom uh, would one day bring you to him, and till then would bring you uh, joy and happiness. But this recovery series is about dealing with things in our lives uh, and recovering from them. How do I get out from under these things? And we've talked about progressing uh, as a believer and unraveling some of that weird stuff, um, being in, at a church or uh, dealing with change. But how do I recover stuff that I've lost? And I think there's just some important things out there I, that I've recovered that, and, and the techniques that I've found that might help you. And today... Today's one of my favorite topics. It's recovering hope, right? And I am a believer that hope is a currency that is unlimited to to Christian believers, and and everybody, believer or non-believer, has an amount of of currency. So, just like any currency, if you invest it, it grows, and if you miser it, it it just stays the same. And you definitely should. Look to grow your hope, but what happens if you're bankrupt in your hope? What happens if all hope is gone? Well, hope is also a fuel, <laughs> right? We'll start with there. Hope is a fuel that begins that begins or boosts change. It may not be needed for change, but it's an, an incredible like octane boost that's going to not only clear up things, it's going to motivate and push you into something new. As a believer in Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit, I know I have an account of unlimited hope, as I said before, that I can reach out. But why would I have an unlimited account? Well, it's to be charitable with it, to help foster hope, in other people, to help um, the what, people who are considered hopeless or feel hopeless, right? And sometimes getting to know that is a whole from head to heart type of thing. Just because I know I have an unlimited hope or access to hope uh, doesn't mean I always embrace it, know it, or even acknowledge it. Getting it from our head to our heart is rough, especially if we want our hope or what we are hoping for, um, if it takes time or energy, um, 
or what, and that can seem like an eternity, right? So, Proverbs 13 puts hope in this context. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but the longing of one's heart fulfilled is a tree of life. So, when somebody is hope sick, including yourself, you you say you're in a, have a business plan and the business is not turning out right. Say that you're hoping for a significant other, a husband, a wife, uh, a child. You want to you you're married and you're trying to get pregnant with your significant other, and it seems like it's not happening. It's 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 an eternity, and and that's where. We need to either find people who bring us hope or uh, search for uh, things that bring us hope. But out of that usually comes what's called depression. Everybody knows depression. You've been depressed at one point of your life or another. I know I've been depressed all through my my teenage years and and a lot through my 20s and, and breaking free of depression uh, is very difficult. Uh, and sometimes we do need help. Sometimes we need therapy. Sometimes we need psychology. Sometimes we need some meds as a crutch to get out of there. Uh, not saying that we should always rely on, on stay relying on that. We're looking to become healthy outside of that and um, should be something most natural, at least in my opinion. But I, I still believe that we should seek help in those shapes or forms, and that those crutches, so that we should one day be free just like a miraculous thing uh, with with uh, proper change. Uh, depression is, is an evil thing, right? Uh, I call it the hope stealer. Yeah, I'm trying to look at my notes while talking to you. Um, as someone who's dealt with it, I, I know that it's, it's a thief, uh, and when a dream, an aim, a commitment, a goal falls through, or a hope is deferred, depression steals uh, motivation. Uh, it's like a computer virus taking over your brain, uh, your brain's program starting in the heart, and then it reprograms us from there up until we don't want to go anywhere. We know better, but there seems like there's nothing we can do. And so we face this this virus, this computer virus, because our brain is a lot like a computer, right? It, it takes things in and it programs and creates new neural pathways and uh, and wrinkles and uh, electrical sparks. And it, this depression kind of dampens it. It comes in and it and it steals in its area and it plants itself there. And it seems like I can never you can never break free. I know for me it's like I could never break free. I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to talk with anybody. I just wanted to mope. Uh, and then I would, and then even <laughs> what's even worse is that then I I would feed feed my depression things that it liked to eat, uh, music, uh, movies, things that were sad and things that were not motivated, uh, and it's like this virus knew how to perpetuate itself. So how do we break through? How do we recover um, from this hopelessness and depression? What antivirus program can we? Do. Well, there's some natural things we can do. We can eat good food. We can start to exercise. Uh, we can get out of the house. Um, but these are the things depression uh, will attack, right? At first, these, since these are the easiest things and the most 
you know, natural things to do. It's the first things to go. It's the first thing that this virus called depression uh, goes at uh, as it eats away at your hope and your motivation and any ambition uh, even to live sometimes. Uh, so so the beginning of, of this, this whole reprogram, this recovery of hope is to throw, uh, throw logs on the fire of hope in your heart, to cultivate gratitude. Uh, and I, and you know, I, for me, I'm learning the positive power of gratitude is, is most infinite waking up and, uh, and saying, being thankful in the morning and saying these thankful things. Like today, I'm thankful for my wife. I'm thankful for the house I live in and, and being close to the beach. I'm thankful for my job, uh, teaching. I'm thankful for the, the, new church I found and the brotherhood of men that uh, I'm now cultivating in my life. And, and saying that out loud, it's not just like knowing it, right? It's, it's saying it out loud so that your ears pick it up and it goes to your brain, right? There's something about speaking something out loud that's very strong, right? So, and if you can't start listening to things, you are, are, are grateful, start listing the things you are grateful for. I mean, it, but yeah, but, but Parliament Raven, what if I don't have anything to be grateful for? Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm just depressed and I'm stuck in bed. Well, you have to start with the thing by being thankful for the things that are around you. Be thankful for the bed you're lying in, uh, the ability. <laughs> The ability to be there, the bathroom down the hallway so that you don't have to, you know, pee in the corner. Um, build every day. Reigniting the fire is not easy, so start small. It doesn't have to be a major list. It could just be one thing, and you add a thing every time you think of things. And grateful that you're you're healthy. Uh, grateful that you're not sick and in the hospital uh, grateful that you can still call your mom. I, I mean, I can't, uh, you know, she's on the other side, she's in heaven and I can't call my mom. I, all I have is voice recordings of her periodically so I can remember her voice. So I don't forget it. Um, so a gratitude, gratitude cultivates hope in many things. It's like a multiplier of hope. It's you sprinkle it and you have double, triple, quadruple hope for more. It's, it's, it's like a signed blank check to pull from the bank of hope. Right. I, I, I it's, it's like, um, MSG <laughs> of hope, right. It increases the flavor of hope in your life. Uh, man, uh, call DM tweet, go visit those people in your life that um, root for you if you don't have those or uh, you have the opposite ignore those remember we talked about toxic people like get those toxic people out and start listening to motivation I look there's YouTube there's a thousand motivational videos out there I know I listen to them sometimes because sometimes I don't know how to motivate myself and I want to listen to something that's going to motivate me and there's men and women that have created motivational uh, speeches or motivational uh, meditations to help push you in those times of trouble. Start by looking 
for people who help to motivate you if you don't have any. You have to have at least one fan out there. <laughs> and if that fan has to start by being yourself, then start with being yourself, right? So in reprogramming our brains for hope, I, I bring back to the idea of one must hold captive uh, every thought and renew one's mind to the fight. And if you need to go listen to that episode, you should, about renewing the mind. Because you're fighting this evil virus called depression. You're fighting these negative thoughts. Um, and that takes time. It takes time to reprogram it. And I talked about feeding the two wolves. Which wolf are you feeding? The wolf that's going to encourage you or the wolf that that's going to gonna kill you, the, that depression wolf. But like hope, man, hope helps you to break free of, of the shackles and the bonds of depression. Uh, the shackles and the bonds of being unmotivated. Um, activate gratitude and reach out for help are huge things to help you in, in the battle against things that would eat your hope. Now, what do I do if I if I'm headed in a direction, Parliament Raven, and I'm not successful in it, and and I have no hope of, and and that's my dream. Well, take a break. Uh, one time, I was reading an article about Gordon Ramsay, and it was talking about a man who wanted to be a personal chef. Um, and Gordon Ramsay responded to this person. Uh, oh, it was on Reddit, and Gordon Ramsay. You see him mean on Hell's Kitchen, but man, when he's outside of there. He just invests in people, and he tells this guy, look, if you feel hopeless and trapped in where you're cooking, take a break, not from cooking, per se, but from where you're at. Pull yourself out of that part of the industry and look for a different part of the industry to, to revitalize, to refresh, right? Uh, same thing for teachers. If, if you're grade level or if you feel stuck, uh, look, and, and teaching is your thing, like, for me, teaching or uh, and coaching and mentoring, that's my thing. I like investing in people uh, and sharing the knowledge I have so that it can boost people. It can fling people out into their destiny, their hopes, their visions, their, their purpose, their whys. So uh, even for teachers, you know, it could get monotonous. Teaching, I've taught... I, I've met teachers who've taught eighth grade for a long time and, and, and just are burnt out. Go to high school. <laughs> uh, get a doctorate, go to college, or start teaching some college. Um, get out there. Shuffle it up. Um, it, you know, get into the business world. Start teaching people in the business world, uh, you know, on how to, to, to be successful in, in learning and producing in the business realm. There's just things that you can do if that hope deferred is deferred because the path seems to be broken. Or you can be like, like other people who, you know, Thomas Edison, uh, great businessman, uh, somewhat an okay inventor. I mean, if I was doing a historical podcast, that would be a completely different, different scenario. But he said that I've, uh, you know, I'd, ten, it was, it's not 10,000 failures that I have. It's 10,000 ways of how not to do something. Right, and, and even in that thought, that's hope, right? He's like, I, I can learn, to, I still learn 10,000 things, right? I have hope, I, I still have gratitude, I still have this idea. And now if you're a believer and, and you're struggling with hope, you need to get in the word, 
open up that Bible. I, and I recommend that for, for believers and not believers because, man, there is so much gratitude and hope written into the Word. Go into the New Testament, right? I am more than a conqueror, right? Um, he gave his only begotten son uh, so that I could have eternal life. <laughs> All right, there's just monumental words of wisdom and reprogramming, I guess. I, I keep saying that because I, you know, I think about how how uh, these negative thoughts can be a, a, a virus in the brain and uh, I, it's just what I'm on right now. It's just the analogy in my head, in, in my brain, in my computer synapses. Uh, I mean, with all this AI talk and all this artificial intelligence, we're just trying to copy the the brain we have that that's so um, great and powerful that it's malleable and changeable and can go from one day being extremely joyful to the next being extremely depressed. Um, depending on what we input, depending on, on how we treat it and how we treat ourselves. Uh, Parliament, hear me out. You have the ability to live a, a uh, limitless life of faith, hope, and love. And, you know, and we have the tools, we have the ability that Christ has given us, that the world is using. I mean, trust me, I listen to, to as I grow and, and in my knowledge, because I'm always the student as much as I am the teacher, and I'm growing right now in, in more coaching stuff to become a better teacher, a better coach, a better mentor. Yeah, I hear things that are very much spiritual concepts that have been around and been in Christianity for, for countless years. Uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of years being produced and brought to the masses as just regular wisdom. And it's wisdom, and it's changing lives. Hear me out. It's changing lives. Hope has the ability to change lives, not only your own, but those around you. It has the ability to change your marriage, your children's life, your friend's life, the city around you, right? And you have the uh, utmost ability, Parliament, to take what I'm giving you here and take it out there and start bringing hope and gratitude to to your life and watch I just like just like watering a garden it's gonna bloom it's gonna grow and you're you're gonna see you know, bright flowers and fruit right you get I get these images of bright flowers and fruit when when I think about how we can change our our personal life and the lives of others by by just emulating gratitude and passing on hope right and, and those two things are powerful so recovering hope let's let's take a review real quick right so we we know we have these things that fight hope we have depression we have negative thoughts we have negative talk we have uh news <laughs> right you have the news which is always bad so the things we can do, cultivate gratitude, write it down, post it somewhere, say it every morning. One, start with one thing, move to two, move to three, move to 20 if you have to, right? And, and reprogram means you might not feel nothing. You might not get an emotional change or emotional charge, but over time, it will have its effect and you will notice it, right? Yeah, start consuming things that cause you to be hopeful, post pictures, uh, make a vision board. 
listen to motivational speakers, things that garner hope, right? Uh, consume media that gives you hope. All right, the story with the happy endings, uh, the documentaries that that show successes. Don't don't go don't go watching the murder ones. Don't go watching the the your stories with sad endings. Don't feed that uh, that that program what it wants. That wolf what it wants. Recover the hope. Uh, and let it be, and plant it because once you start, re- the hope becomes reality. It, it's a tree of life, right? We we said that in Proverbs. It's a tree of life planted by a river, which means it's being fed. It's going to have sun. It's going to grow, and a tree can give you shade. It can give you fruit. It can you know it's solid, right? So here's the challenge for you, Parliament, because, man, I'm so excited about you guys recovering hope. I want you to be to, to say one thing that you're grateful for every morning when you wake up. That's it. Simple. You wake up. If it's your wife, you know, and you're brushing your teeth in between brushes, say, man, I'm grateful for having a beautiful wife or husband or significant other. I don't want terminology you use. I don't know who's listening. You know. So that's it. Be grateful. Uh I'm grateful for this beautiful tea, cup of tea that I have in front of me. It's warm. It's delightful. I, I'm glad I made another cup. I'm grateful for oh the song that came up. I love this song. But say it out loud so you can hear it and see the change. And, and try to mix it up every day. If you're only going to do one thing, mix it up every day. If you're going to do two or three, it's okay to do those two or three day things for a few days. Okay? So that's the challenge, Parliament. Uh, more recovery to come, I promise. this It's exciting. I, there's voices of Parliament coming. Uh, hope that you find more hope. Pull out of that bank of hope, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Pour yourself a glass of tea, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.